Welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast, where we discuss and analyze your favorite Marvel sports. From JMR Marble League to all go-do tournaments, we'll make sure you never miss the action. All Marble Sports, all the time, right here on the MSW Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Marble Sports Worldwide Podcast. My name is Brendan. And I'm Wolves. <laughs> and you hear the gap of silence there as Waff does not join us today. He is uh, on vacation. I think he's in Florida, if I remember correctly. Um, I, I don't remember correctly, but I believe it was Florida that he uh, is in. I just turned down the gain of my mic, so if I just all of a sudden get soft, that's why. Now I'm going to turn it back up a little bit. Uh, how is it now? We good now? Hopefully. We good now, microphone? How are we How are we doing? I'll fix it in post. Maybe a little bit more? <laughs> All right, fix it in post. Fix it now. We'll, it looks we'll leave it on JM. Okay. just like to see that waveform nice and curved in the right place there. Um, anyways, uh, yes, yeah, so Waff is on vacation, um, and uh, we are not on vacation. Me and Wolves are here. We're stuck here. Um, our half host is, our, is now our co-host for today. Um, I don't think MFA could make it, so we couldn't mm. do a three-person podcast today yeah. but i'm sure me and wolves will talk enough to bother you guys for an hour so you're stuck yeah, with us today um <laughs> indeed indeed um gotta be honest last week has been kind of the same as all the other weeks for the last like two months um same old same the old frustration i'm sure you guys are getting sick of it as well um just stay safe though out there uh i um i've been watching some more scooby-doo binging the whole series the mystery incorporated one I'm on that one. Apparently, that's like comes after the like the pup name Scooby Doo. Then you have Mystery Incorporated. If you and had to guess, good, I gotta be honest. Um, <laughs> if you had to guess how many episodes you've watched, how what would you say? Wait. Oh, uh, I could probably actually tell you because the first series is. I haven't watched too many yet. First series is 27. Um, uh, the first the the uh, pup name Scooby Doo is 27, and then you add that to 26, which is the f- season one of Mission Incorporated. And then I've watched 10 of the season two, so that's 36 plus 27, 36, 46, 56, 66 minus 3, 63. That's how I do math. 63. So I've watched 63 episodes of Scooby Doo plus a movie uh, called Scooby Doo and the Arabian Nights mm. or or whatever. Um, so I am that is my that is my record Scooby-Doo stuff. It's your record? <laughs> I've also seen a ton of episodes, of course, when I was a kid, but I'm, I'm really trying to binge through in the chronological Scooby-Doo order. Um, so that's, that's, what's, that's what we're doing. So, Wolves, how about you? Do anything interesting or um, Marbles? I, I haven't, what are you doing? Marbles. <laughs> I haven't really been binging anything particular, just a lot of YouTube, but I have recently found out this new show called The 100. It's pretty old, but I've, I'm just figuring out about it. It's kind of like if you mixed... The Lord of the Flies with um, the Maze Runner. You got all these people that were just dropped onto Earth after like a whole sci-fi nuclear war thing. And they're all prisoners because they're like, we don't know if we're safe yet. Let's just send the expendable ones. And there's exactly 100 of them. And they all have to work together, but they all kind of turn against each other. Some are trying to form the alliance and like staying together. Others just want to like let everything break down and don't let the people come down to Earth because they want it to be their world, but a lot of weird things happen. Mm-hmm. And I would really recommend the show if you like sci-fi, apocalyptic, because there's a lot of depth into it, and there's a lot more 
things going on that I expected. I thought it'd just be like one kind of story arc, but there's a lot of different things and different problems and different solutions all coming out at the same depth, time. Man. And I would it has so much depth. <laughs> right. I would recommend Is that right? it to Did I get it right? I would recommend it to anybody. It's really neat. <laughs> that sounds actually really neat though, mm-hmm. you know? I mean each episode's like forty five minutes, so you get lost in it. stories. Absolutely lost, you know? Absolutely. But, you know, we are here for Marbles, of course, guys, and Johnny Marble, I can see over in the studio there in Texas, all right? Oh, I can just see him. He's just, he's just bouncing around. <laughs> you got, like, binoculars. You're just watching him. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm watching him right now. Dude, he is, like, he's excited. He has his Rangers shirt and little pennant and hat <laughs> and Rangers decaled uh, popcorn and uh, everything, just everything Rangers. He wants to talk about the Rangers and their incredible performance in the half pipe. Oh, yeah. So without further ado, and I'm going to throw a pun in here just because Waff's not here today, let's <laughs> raspberry race right into the news. All right. Johnny Marvel, and as always, I'm bringing you the news for MSW. So let's jump right into it. Event number two of the Marble League 2020, the Halfpipe, was an event with many twists and turns. The teams really gave it the roll as they made history twice that day, with the Minty Maniacs beating the record set by the Balls of Chaos, only to be beaten again by the O Rangers. The crazy cat's eyes came close to claiming the record as well, but came up short by a mere 17 seconds. These three masterful performances landed them all on the podium, with the O-Rangers in first, Crazy Cat's Eyes in second, and the Minty Maniacs in third. Moving away from the podium now, Team Galactic recovered well with a fifth place finish, showing that they won't let some curse get the best of them. And the Savage Speeders have once again placed near the bottom, this time in 15th. It's only the first two events though, but a pattern has already started to form, and it's not a pattern the speeders want to follow. This year just might end up being their worst yet, but we'll have to wait and see how their 2020 year develops in the coming weeks. But hey, I've been Johnny Marvel, you have been the best fans in the world, let's kick it back and continue on with the podcast. All right, we are back from the news. Thank you, Johnny Marble, for another exciting news segment. I uh, really appreciate. Uh, I'm also like checking my mic right now as I'm saying this, making sure it's all nice and protectedly set up. What am I talking about? All right, yeah, but you know, you get what I'm saying. Thank you, Johnny Marble, again for a great news segment. We'd love to hear what's going on in the world of marble sports. And um, guys, uh, you wouldn't believe it, but uh, only I made it through the news segment. Wolves is not going to be with us for the main episode today. 
um, as uh, he was here and, and, and it's, it's working good, but the, the audio exporting was a big problem. So we were able to get his intro, but he's not confident that after an hour of podcast that he that 100% be able to send the thing without some weird problem with his computer. And he doesn't want to risk doing an hour of show and then having nothing because he can't send it. So it because Waff is on vacation and because Wolves is having technical difficulties, it literally leaves me alone here with you guys to talk about Marvel Sports, guys. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, this is the first time since episode one, guys, since episode one, that I am alone here by myself doing the show. I remember episode one. I remember it super clearly. The only time I didn't have a guest, I had a million papers all written down about all the facts I wanted to talk about from the Marvel sports thing because I couldn't remember things. I got nervous. I got scared. I was like, it was new to podcasting. I didn't know what I was doing. So that was that was then, and this is now. So you can go take um, episode one, the very first episode of the podcast, and compare it to this one, and you will see... Uh, if I actually even do any better than the first podcast, um, talking by myself. So, um, yeah, uh, we, I am, I am here. I am here. I'm alone. And we have our Marvel sports to discuss. I also have my Dr. Pepper to keep me company as we, as we go through these Marvel sports of the week. I don't know how long this is going to be. I don't know how long the show will be. I don't know how long I can sit here and talk to myself um, about Marvel sports, but uh, we're certainly going to go forward and see where it takes us. So, I mean, we might as well get started here. Um, everybody probably watched the Halfpipe event. I, I am. I can tell you I enjoyed it. Um, I can tell you that is as absurd as it can get, that the mini maniacs are doing as good as they're doing. I do not like it. I, I do not like it at all. That the Mini Maniacs are coming out right now, getting two medals in the first two events of uh, the Marvel League. Absolutely not. Is anyone else in the outrage that I am in right now? Because this is ridiculous. Mini Maniacs, guys. Hubalino team. And listen, all respect to Miss Minty, all right, who is a huge Mini Maniacs fan, JMRC member. All respect for Miss Minty and her Minty Maniacs, but I gotta be honest, man. Hubalino team coming off the streets of Marble City and just walking up into the Marble League. Comes in with a gold and a bronze already. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, that's just not what I expected from the Mini Maniacs. They, I, I, Yeah, they're, they're a decent team, I guess, but to really come out and do that good already something's up man this is a year of change in marvel sports i feel it new events we got newton's cradle coming up as event three so i don't know what that's gonna feature but uh it's gonna be happening and we have these weird teams just succeeding out of nowhere out of absolute nowhere um i, I don't know mini maniacs what how are the mini maniacs doing that good how how are they doing that good I mean, if you watch the halfpipe, they did have a very good form. They were able to keep two marbles to the back um, in the first round, which really gave them the points. Um, and that's what you really got to do in the halfpipe. It really comes down to awareness um, in the halfpipe, teamwork even. This is a teamwork-based event. Uh, not No, Newton's Cradle. Wait, Newton's Cradle? No, Funnel Endurance is event three. Wait, back up. On, let's back up a second. We're already making mistakes here. Newton's Cradle. I swear Newton's Cradle was an event. Was that event four? 
I guess it's, I think it's event four. Never mind. Final Endurance is event three. Noon's Cradle might be event four. Sorry. I messed that up, I think. But anyways, yeah, we, um, the half by strategy is really teamwork-based because if you're a front marble, if you're more towards the right side, then your job is to, when you roll down, you're obviously not going to be a marble that's going to go hit the back. Usually it's not going to happen that way. You might get lucky, but usually not because you're on the front already. So your job is to try to hit your teammates backwards as much as possible and then hit the other teammates, uh, the other team forward as much as possible. You, you're kind of like a marble who's trying to decrease the time of the other the other um the opposing team as much as possible but on the other side of the coin if you're a if you're a marble towards the left side more towards the back your job is to try to angle yourself get the best collisions keep that lateral movement as greg was talking about to stay uh waste as much time and then try to make some collisions and really move you to the back and the mini maniacs i have to be honest did an amazing job with that there two marbles succeeded perfectly move getting to the the back of the half pipe there um while the other two uh, did a very good job putting them there. So, I mean, you got to give credit what credit is due. The Mini Maniacs certainly performed up to par there. Again, the old Rangers absolutely crushed it too. They got a first place. And the crazy cat size, also veterans, uh, said no, no, no to the Mini Maniacs as well. Because, I mean, you know, Mini Maniacs coming out there, getting gold in event one, that's just not, that's just not correct. That's just not right. And the veteran teams, the Rangers crazy cat size, were certainly upset about that. Um, and they put them in their place. They at least were like, you're not getting gold again. Man, I thought that we were going to get gold again, though. I thought that they were going to get gold again. When I saw the world record um, get set by Mini Maniacs in the first round, I was like, oh, here we go. No way. No way. All right, but but no, um, it did not. it did not work out. A ranger set and the new record, and Crazy Cat Size actually would have set the record over the Mini Maniacs if they went before the O-Rangers. Um, so they're always like in the middle there. Even with the balancing thing, um, where they set the one record, it was always and two other teams had to come through and up them. Um, Crazy Cat Size are always overshadowed, um, even in their successes. But it, uh, man, I just, I just don't know where this Marble League's gonna go. And Mellow Yellow, man. Mellow Yellow, look at the disaster that is Mellow Yellow right now. They are 11th. 11th in the standings in half pipe. 14th overall, um, I believe, here in, in, in the standings. And Savage Speeders, 16th. 16th, guys. Six, they have counted one, two, three points overall in the Marble League so far. The Savage Speeders, guys. We're talking the team that has yet to finish not in a top five. They finished, I believe it was first, second, third, and fifth. I don't know. It was something like that. Because they won the first one. And stuff happened. The next three, I know they got fifth in 2019. They got second in one of the seasons. I don't really remember exact placements, but they give. I think it was two seconds. I might have been or two thirds. They have yet to finish in um, below the, below top five, and they are starting this marble league. Two events in, 14 to go. You're looking at 16th place from the Savage Beaters. That is unbelievable. 14th from Mellow Yellow, just as disgraceful. Going with my prediction though, Green Ducks. 12th place. I told you. They're not going to be good this year. I told y'all. I told y'all this is not the team. that We're not going to see this team as strong as last year. And, and and what do you know? Green Ducks, they're down there in 12th place already. Um, but then again, I did not expect the Savage Beaters to be 16th after two events. 
Um, you look at Momo, though. Another surprise. Momo up in sixth. You know? Mini Maniacs in first overall after two events. Unbelievable. The only team with two medals. 40 points. Obviously, there's 14 events. So much more marble to go. Marbles to go, obviously. But to see them so high right now, to see them so, doing so well so early, they're making a statement. They're saying Cubalino teams aren't to be messed with anymore. All right? And, and I'm telling you, as a fan myself, I messed with the Cubalino teams. I, was, I, dis, I dismissed them. I even said that I don't think... I don't. There's no way that both Hubalino teams will qualify for the Marble League 2020. And look at it right here. You got Bumblebees. You got Mini Maniacs right on the scoreboard. Uh, Bumblebees ninth right now, so you know doing about as good as you'd expect them to do. But Mini Maniacs, man. On the positive side, though, if you look at the Orangers, the Crazy Cat size, two of my favorite teams. My secondary um, victory pick is certainly the Crazy Cat size. I made that clear before. Um, I did say it before the Marble League began, so I do feel confident in being able to take the Crazy Cat size as that secondary victory pick. I still am putting my stock in Mellow Yellow for the overall victory. I'm hoping that things start to turn around here in the Funnel Endurance, but um, the Crazy Cat size certainly pulling their weight right now. They are in third overall. They're really showing their skill right now. Tied for second, actually, overall with, with O-Rangers. It's just that O-Rangers medal was a gold and there was a silver, so they're... Um, Rangers are technically above them in medals, even though they're tied in points. But um, yeah, I I am I am very impressed with the crazy cat's eyes. Uh, I am underwhelmed by my mellow yellow. It's a shame, man. It's a shame that mellow yellow and savage beaters are suffering so much. But it's such a weird marble league this year. Mini maniacs, bumblebees, all in there. Hornets, Momo doing well. What sixth place overall? That's ridiculous. I mean, look at this. This is a weird stratification of teams this year. Honestly, I didn't. I'm not expecting this. I mean, we we there are some expected um, victors here. You got Raspberry Racers in fourth overall with a silver to their name. Midnight Wisps in fifth overall with a bronze to their name. There there are teams that that are doing well and they're certainly not messing around. They never messing around. All right, they've been here for a while and they're gonna do what they're gonna do. But uh, it certainly has jump standings are jumbled right now. I think there's a lot of confusion, and I don't, I don't know. I can't tell you what's gonna happen. I think, man, I, I want to say that I think Mini Maniacs are gonna fail, but I have no idea. Um, I mean, not that I really want them to fail, but trust me, they're not my favorite team. Uh, they're not in my top five, and they're a Hubalino team. And you know, I have a little bit of a dislike for Hubalino teams coming, walking right into the Marble League and taking it over. It's not really, uh, it's not really proper, in my opinion. But uh, no idea what's gonna happen, guys. You guys gotta tell me. What do you think is gonna happen? Where's it gonna go? Is it gonna be the mini maniacs this year? Are we gonna have a mini maniacs as victor overall victor this year? I can't imagine that ridiculousness, that absolute absurd ending. I think Greg would lose his shit if the mini. <laughs> I don't know about that. I think, I think Greg would be quite surprised. I think that's how we would say it, too. He would be like, well, I am quite surprised with the Mini Maniacs. We're doing quite well, right? You know, Greg has certainly a way about him. He's a, he's an, he's a, he's a great guy. Certainly great with the commentaries. Um, great way with words, man. I wish I had his uh, uh, ability with vocabulary, you know? It's just masterful. Every word is, like, perfectly placed. And to know that he does it without no, no scripting, too. It, it's just amazing. 
very experienced. But um, yeah, yeah, there, there you have it. There's my Greg thoughts. There you go, Greg. Made you feel warm and fuzzy there. Anyways, anyways, guys, anyways. But the next event is the Final Endurance event, guys. We know that. We know that because the JMR YouTube channel told us, guys. All right, they said the next one is Final Endurance. So, yeah, we know that already. Um, honestly, I I don't even know who's going to do well in that. I have no idea who to expect to succeed in that. I mean, you're going to... You got so many. I mean, Mini Mania. Are they gonna do well again? Are they gonna Are they gonna succeed again? You know, are they get, Are they gonna succeed and and take another medal even in Event Three? Or are they gonna just start to fail? Because remember, we have a different type of event here in the Funnel Endurance. Um, the first two events, uh, Balancing and uh, Half Pipe, were both. Team-based events. All four marbles, throw them down there on the field or on the balance beam or on the half pipe in the tube or whatever. Throw them all down there. Let them, you know, cause some chaos and figure it all out. All right, but now, Funnel Endurance, now we're going back to singular marble events, guys. All right, we're, we, each team is throwing one marble down there. And we're going to see who gets it. We're going to see who uh, figures it out there. So I think the Mini Maniacs are, are going to be in a little bit of jeopardy here because they're a team who kind of does better with in team events. They kind of do better when they're working together. Uh, you can see, you saw it here in the first couple of events. And they're not a team that really thrives on singular events. I mean, when have they won a five-meter sprint? You know, or a re well, a relay race is more than one. Well, you know, but like, or a funnel event for that matter, actually. Um, you know, they, they don't thrive in those singular events. They don't. So I'd love to see how they do in the final endurance. I would say, I think that, I hope, I hope uh, Mellow Yellow does, does better in the final endurance. I think they will. I think when we get down the singular marbles, you're going to see the Savage Beater start to do better. You're going to see Mellow Yellow do better. You're going to see the Green Ducks do better. They were always very good in the funnel, um, funnel spin. They really sucked in the um, uh, the, the friendly round, but we're just hoping they're conserving energy. I think they're going to do good. Momo, who did very well in the funnel uh, endurance in the qualifiers, expecting big things from them. And I think you're going to see some of the older teams. Our Rangers and Crazy Cat Sides are always going to do well in the funnels. They did well in the qualifiers, and I'm sure you're going to see it again here, um, uh, a solid performance from them. But it's really, the, the dark horse here is the Mini Maniacs. All right? Mini Maniacs. All right? Um, Bumblebees, even. I don't really know much about them, so I can't even speak to them as much as the Mini Maniacs. Hornets. Um, they didn't do bad in the half fight. They got 7th place, so respectable. They're sitting at 10th overall, so middle of the pack. Rookie team coming, fan team winner coming right from the showdown. Never once before, even in a Marble League qualifiers. Um, I mean, they're brave enough just to be where they are right now. And I think the Hazers are ones to look out for here. I don't, I, I don't really know, man. There, there are so many unexpected occurrences already here in the first couple of events that it is impossible to say what's going to happen here in um, Final Endurance. But I, I, if I had to put a prediction down, I think Mellow Yellow, I think Savage Beaters, after their horrid performances here in the first couple of events, are not going to be happy. And they're going to come back strong here in the next event. All right? They're going to come back super strong 
in Final Endurance, you're going to see um, a top five for Savage Beaters and a top seven for Metal Yellow. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that. Savage Beaters, they're not messing around, guys. You know they're not messing around. You don't top five every Marble Olympics for the last four years and mess around. You just don't do it. It's just not the way it works. It's not the way that Marble Sports works with all these uh, very competitive teams. So Savage Beaters are going to be out there, and they're going to be absolutely destroying it, honestly. Absolutely killing it out there. Mellow Yellow, they're a little bit more mellow. Um, but I think they're also going to bring the Ray game here in the Funnel Endurance. They're not going to let want to let the Marble League slip away before it's even started. And with, with 14 events to go, they can still easily, any team at the bottom right now can easily salvage themselves. There's room for error here up until about event six. And then it's going to get really tough for teams at the bottom. To really make any shoots for uh, the top. You know, once you get to event six, you know, there's, there's teams are going to start to pull away. The good ones, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> the winners are going to start to pull away. And, and and the losers in the middle of the packs are going to start to establish themselves. About to see who will be the top contenders, you know. So I think that there is still room for error. There is still room for uh, comeback. There is still... <clears throat> Sorry, I'm just having a coughing issue right now. <clears throat> wow, that was not fun to listen to. There's still a lot of room for a lot of uh, hiccups, coughing even if you could say, from these teams um, until about event six. And that's where we're going to really, uh, after event six is really where we're going to see what's going to happen. We're going to see who's going to be battling for the top. We're going to see who's going to probably be at the bottom. And I gotta be honest, if you're seeing a any teams you see in the bottom three or four after event six, it would take an absolute miracle for those teams to really get up to the top three. So honestly, Savage Beaters and Melly Yellow, they have to turn it around now. They have time and they have skill. We know that. We've seen that in previous years over and over. But they have to turn it around right now or it will just not happen. And honestly, I'm not a huge Savage Beaters fan. I like the Savage Beaters because they just have a place in Marvel Sports. They're really good. <laughs> That's pretty much why. Um, but they're not like in my top five favorite teams. But there's something about the fact that they're always so good that I just want to that I just want to see them be good again. I want to see them do it. Get another top five. Show that they're they're not a team. I mean, they won Marbula one. The first Marbula one, it could have been any one of 16 teams, guys. Any one of 16 teams. Any singular team out of 16 could have could have won the first Marbula one. But no, Savage Beaters, they didn't get third. They didn't get second. They got first. That is insane. All right? So, I mean, any team that is that dominant in Marble Sports, um, I'm confident that uh, they're going to be able to turn it around. I think that the Savage Beaters will start to climb up here over these next few events. I think Mellow Yellow will slowly start to climb. Um, Mellow Yellow got off to a very shaky start, so I think that you might see them actually struggle this year, um, and I would be happy if they really got top five. I really am putting stock in them for the win, though. I really want to see them get the first place. Um, but uh, I think that I think that I'm going to make my, my, um, my break decision at, at after event eight. 
or after event six, like I said, I'll stick to what I said. After event six, this, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll give it to event six with Mellow Yellow. I'll give it to event six. After event six, then I'll make my decision. Because like I said, guys, like I said, I, I picked Mellow Yellow as my primary for the win pick, and then I picked Crazy Cat Size as my secondary for the win pick. Those were my two picks at the beginning. After the qualifiers, after the qualifiers, before I watched the um the the main event uh number one i made those set in stone decisions i've been screaming mellow yellow since the winter so i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna i'm sticking with those two and i'm gonna tell you by after event six i will have one final choice man if i want to switch and go with crazy cat's eyes for the win and put mellow yellow as my secondary or if i want to keep it in the order i have i will give mellow yellow to event six if not i will switch if they don't prove themselves and switch to Crazy Cat Size, I love the Crazy Cat Size. I want to see them do it. They are underrated as you can get. Look at how good they're doing so far. But I will give Mellow Yellow their time. I'll give Mellow Yellow their chance. All right? To take this one over. So we will have to sit, and we will have to wait, and we will have to see how these next four events play out. Funnel Endurance, Newton's Cradle, probably a five-meter sprint in there. I don't know. Um, some sort of sprinting event. Um, maybe a long, uh, maybe a long jump will come back. I would really like to see that. Some of these better, some of these uh, older veteran teams revisiting that event would be a lot of fun. Um, like we saw in uh, the Craven Dome, I think that would be really interesting to watch. I would, I would really uh, enjoy another long jump. But that's what I'll do, guys. Event six. After event six, I'll make the final decision whether Mellow Yellow or Crazy Cats will be my primary. But I won't give up on those two teams. Those, those I picked those teams at the beginning, and those will be the two teams I stay with. All right. And I honestly think Crazy Cat's Eye is off to a great start. I always get worried with teams who are off to a great start because they could crash early. And like I said, Event 6 is usually that deciding event for which teams are going to kind of stay where they're going to stay. So they got to keep it up for another four events. And Mellow Yellow's got to turn it around right now. Right now. No more waiting, man. I mean, obviously, after Event 6, you could still make a comeback if you really rocked every event. But you'd have to rock every event. Every event, no matter how difficult or out of your comfort zone it is, 7-2-16 has to be rocked if you want to turn something around after event 6. But event 6, in my opinion, is that point where you're going to start to see the separation of where teams are going to be. Because remember, teams like Mini Maniacs, All Rangers, Crazy Cat's Eyes, Racers, Midnight Wisps, they're all making their moves still. They're all going to be performing well between now and event 6, gaining more and more points, separating themselves from the pack. So Mellow Yellow, Savage Beaters, they got to make the moves absolutely right now. If they want to start to reinstate their self on the top. <laughs> but that's my piece on that. I don't really know what you guys think about that. I am excited to see where this goes. I am absolutely baffled by how weird this season is coming out to be. With certain veteran teams really not doing as well as you always expect them to do. I mean, Savage Speeders doing good as expected, guys. We don't sit there and hope they do good. We look at the standings and expect to see them in the top five every event or most events. You know, that's just the way it is. That is just the way it is. We don't we don't even give it a second thought. We're like, oh, Savage Speeders. Yeah, fifth? Oh, well, that's a little low for them, isn't it? Right? I mean, we expect them there. We expect it there. I mean, 16th overall after two events, that's, that's not where we expected the Savage Speeders. It's not. It's absolutely not. Um, I don't know, man. Maybe the Savage Speeders are getting old, man. Four years of incredible performance. 
But I mean, in in the technical analysis of the Savage Beaters performance, they technically went downhill every year from first place in the first Marvel Olympics all the way down to fifth in this recent one. So even though they're downhill, always left them pretty much at the peak. It, it's They're still seem to be going downhill. I mean, Savage Beaters, amazing team, but where is that second Marble League victory? I want to see it. I want to see it. All right? So I don't know what's going to happen. You guys don't know what is going to happen. But, uh, hey, listen, I wish I had WAP here to kind of uh, <laughs> calm me down here. You know what I'm saying? Um, but listen, it's going to be okay. It's all going to be good. Mellow Yellow, I know they'll come through. I believe in the Mellow Yellow. I stay mellow. I stay mellow. All right? I also stay Crazy Cat. I also say meow, 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 right? But I also stay mellow at the same time. So uh, that that is all of that. That is Marble League. That is my Marble League thoughts. I did not think I could sit here and talk about um, the results of a marble-based sport for the last 25 minutes by myself. But indeed, I did. Indeed, I just did. Um, incredible. Um, I'm also wondering what that Newton's Cradle is going to be about. What is that going to be look like? Like, I know that, I think the Newton's Cradle is that thing with the balls that go back and forth, like they're on the string, and they drop one, and then it hits all the balls, and the other one on the other side goes up. It's like the physics thing, and it's doing physics. Like, oh, you hit the one ball, the momentums go through the balls, and it goes up the other ball, and it goes back and forth, and it could go forever if it was in space and had no friction and air resistance, and so on and so forth. Um, coefficient of air friction resistance, right? But um, I don't know how that's going to be a Marble League event. I'm very interested to see how that works out um, when we get there. It, I'd never, we haven't seen it. I mean, and, and that's the thing about this Marble League that's so jolting compared to other Marble Leagues. Not only do we have these teams like Mini Maniacs and, and, and Momo coming out here strong, stronger than they have ever come out in a Marble League ever and doing good. Mini Maniacs at the top, Momo at sixth overall. But then we're throwing in these new events, like Newton's Cradle. We're bringing back old events like Half Pipe. I mean, we're throwing some crazy stuff at these veteran teams that they are not, they weren't ready for, I, I don't think. And I think that unless these veteran teams wake up, you know, make like the Arrangers and the Crazy Cats eyes actually and adapt and, are, and ready themselves to face these new challenges, then uh, we might see the end of the Savage Speeders. We might see the end of their, their, their abilities, honestly. Because, listen, I mean, it may be just a hiccup year, and they might come back next year and just win. But, hey, I think that if they don't get a top five this year, if they don't have a good performance this year, then it, I think it's going to be the end of a strong performance um, every time from the Savage Beaters. I really do. Because you can only hold that ability for so long. The Savage Beaters and their ability have have you know, impressed all other teams for, for years. So it's going to come to an end. Is this the year, though, guys? Is this the year the Savage Beaters see the end of their their just unshakable abilities? I think it might be. But I also think that they're not just sitting there wondering that to themselves. They're, they're training. They are working hard to make sure that every event coming up, even the ones they don't know, are prepared for in every possible way that you could prepare for a Marble Sports event. I don't know what that is. I don't know what you do. Do you roll? Do you roll fast? You know, do you... What, what do marbles... How do you marbles train? I never even thought about that. You just do the events over and over? I don't know.
but uh, they're doing that. Whatever it is, they're doing it. They are doing it, and they um, they are not happy. They are angry. They are angry speeders. They are very. They are savage speeders. You could say. Ha! Huh? See what we did there. Because they they want to win. All right. They never don't want to win. All right. They don't want to be another Oceanics man. They don't like looking at the 16th place. They don't want to be an Oceanics. They don't want to be a um, savage slowers. Huh. Well, that was okay, I guess. I don't know. Savage slowers? Slow speeders? I don't know. But you get the idea. You get the idea, guys. Savage speeders. They're not wanting the mini maniacs to be the reason for their demise. So what do you guys think? I want to know what you guys think. I want to see some comments. I want to see some opinions. Y'all listen to this every week. I want you to throw up some thoughts to me about who do you think is going to really dominate here. All right? I want to see. I want to see him. Whew. Anyways, moving on. Moving on, guys. Let's jump into some glass car here. We are 30 minutes in. 30 minutes into this podcast. I can't break for advertising. I can't break for trivia. Well, I mean, I mean, I can't, right? I mean, I guess. I mean, if someone, I, we have some live chat listeners, so if they send me a trivia question that's Marble League or Glass Car related, I, I'll, I'll read it and guess the answer and with you guys enjoy that. Um, but uh, that'd be about it. We don't even have advertising. I, I would love to get some advertising. Somebody, somebody have a company and, and want me to advertise it on the podcast. You know, that'd be, that'd be incredible. There'd be some big stuff going on there, dude. Um, anyways, guys, glass car, glass car, guys, glass car. Yes, I do do the commentary for glass car. That is my job, and I enjoy it. I love doing the commentary. So that's how I, that's how that happens. But in uh, in just objective opinion, if you look at the world of Marvel sports, um, you take you take glass car, you take JMR. You're looking at the top two Marvel sports um, viewing experiences in the world. After that, it's kind of a battle for third. You could, you can you could say MSPN and their erratic ideas are, are, are the best. I like them. You could say M and H and their subpar but still professional looking ideas are the best. Yeah, or the third place people. Or you could take some other random channel that you really like that's smaller. I don't know. They, it, it it kind of varies um, for that third place spot. But um, for now, these are the top two. You know, Fubeka. You know, JMR. Those are the ones you watch. And Fubeka, I guess because they saw JMR and uh, how much better they got, Fubeka knocked it out of the park here with Glasscar um, and the first race. Granted, the first race had a couple errors. Agreed. A lot of the fans commented this. Um, in fact, like 50% of the comments in the uh, the first Glasscar race was uh, annoyance at the attenuators, guideline things that kind of stuck out, the foam things. Um, too far, and there are too many of them. And I agree, it kind of de- uh, deadened the speed of the marbles too much. Um, so I think he's going to fix that for the future. I saw, uh, you can see a quick pan, I think on his Instagram, saw a quick pan of the new track, and it kind of really got rid of that stuff. You know, kind of kept it as flowing as possible. So I think it's going to be a really exciting race, too, at the Sunstorm GP. But I am really excited for Glass Car in general. It, it looks great. The propulsion system like i said last time is a revolution a ab that is the biggest revolution in 2020 of marble sports that self-propulsion system that is marble sports engineering at its absolute finest i haven't seen anything like that ever 
it, the, the smoothness of the way it shoots the marbles up, and somehow the marbles don't get entangled. They just shoot up there with incredible speed, and it's almost like they never hit anything at all, not affected by an elevator that completely deadens their speed. It, it really is um, incredible to me. All right? Objectively, definitely the best um, advancement in marble sports this year. Absolutely. Um, I think you could see JMR. I could see JMR trying to do that in the Marble uh, Marbula One next year. I don't think they can. I think on that much thinner track, uh, the self-propulsion system like that would be very. It would be too much for something so small. Um, they would really have to kind of damage control that, and I don't know if that would be very easy or very flowing. And they did. I, I gotta say, Marbula One did a very good job with the elevator. The elevator in Marbula One worked pretty well. It was nice and smooth. It's not too long. It's nice and short. I like it. All right. So if they did that again, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be upset. It kind of does the job. Um, and something with Fubica, with the tracks wider, and Fubica has always been a, a marble sports channel. Has gone for more crazy, kind of chaotic marble sports. I think the self propulsion system is a beautiful addition, and I think it works great. I love it. I honestly love it. So, yeah, the first race was good. Besides the uh, attenuators, too many of those slowing down the marbles um, a little bit too much. The the otherwise the race was was good. It it was exciting to watch. I loved the wide track. There were so many chances for passing. And then when marbles didn't pass, when marbles actually cut each other off on the track, it really looked extra cool because it looked like the marble intentionally moved over across many lanes to block other marbles. Um, it was more intention, more intentional motion from from the marbles on the track because the track was so wide that certain movements couldn't be just seen as accidents. You know, that's why I really enjoyed it. Um, surprisingly, Nitro with the first victory, I really enjoyed uh, watching him uh, get that first victory. I did not expect Nitro to come out there and take it, um, as in the made up bio <laughs> that was given. He was very very reckless racer, but the speed came through. I really enjoyed just. How, there was a lot of back and forth in that race, though. Which, that was my favorite part. Nitro wasn't in the lead the whole time. Um, and actually, Ivory, who was in the lead for a lot of the race, kind of dropped back to sixth in the end. A lot of placement changes now that I look of it. Um, a couple of marbles didn't really move too many places, like Dragon's Tail and Pacifica kind of got stuck in 10th and 11th the whole time. But there were a lot of changing in placements. Rock Slide, who came up early later in the race. Rattlesnake jumped all the way up to second by the end. Um... So I think that especially taking those borders away from the wall there, you're going to see some real exciting racing uh, by the end uh, by the end of glass car. You're going to see a lot of changing in places. You're going to see a lot of just general um, crazy racing, and it not like not like marble circuits, not like marble circuits um, race one. Race two, those are the ones that particularly stick out. Where the track was so thin that the marble out in front really was the marble out in front the whole time. And honestly, if you take a look at uh, Marbula One and, and Marble um, and later Marble Circuits, you kind of had the same thing. The track was a little bit thinner, so there was less passing definitely. And because of the elevator, um, there was a lot less room for passing and a lot less, you know, opportunity for passing because with the speed dead in every lap on the elevator. It wasn't like this this general continued increase and decrease in speed. It was kind of like you gain speed, stop. Everyone stops dead. Go up the elevator, gain speed, stop. You know, and 
in the, with the self-propulsion system in the super wide track, there is ample opportunity for passing, for grouped marbles, for, for spaced marbles, and, and the, the propulsion system does a great job kind of keeping the speeds of the marbles steady because, you know, if a marble enters the system faster, it's going to leave it faster. And they're all going to get a same boost of speed, but it still keeps the speeds of the marbles different. So um, I, 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 know, I just really enjoy the, the actual chaos that kind of ensues on the course. It's a little bit wider, so things seem a little bit more, you know, relaxed, but at the same time, more chaotic. So I got to be honest, this is going to be a really cool series from Fubeca. They're certainly doing a decent job going out of the box here. Something new, something interesting. Um yeah, um, I'm excited to see where it goes um, for the rest of the season. I'm hoping that the course kind of continues to change up a little bit here and there. You know, different curves, maybe a similar track, but throw some felt down there to slow down the marbles or something like that, just to kind of change it up. There's no need not to change it up. There's no need not to make it harder in some courses. Just make sure you're always maintaining the speed that you want to maintain so that the marbles are always moving fast. But but still make it challenging for the marbles. So a marble here and there could hit a wrong patch and, and all of a sudden lose a bunch of speed or spin out, cause some collisions even or something, just to keep, just to keep it interesting. You know, we want to keep it interesting out there um, as well as chaotic. So those, those are my thoughts, man. Those are my thoughts. That's what I think. I mean... I really don't know what else to say, guys. This is this is crazy to me being by myself again. But yeah, that's pretty much probably what I would what I've said if Waff and uh, Wolves were here, and they really would have filled out the last uh, twenty minutes um, with their comments and kind of branched onto other ideas. Um, Marvel Sports is an interesting time right now. There there are a lot of new ideas coming out um, and pushing forward, and I just think it could go anywhere. Um, I think we're still a little bit off from something crazy like a Marble Con or or Marble Sports as a weekly or bi-weekly staying on TV, you know, crazy things like that. I think it would be absolutely amazing. Um, but I think that this virus, which is an awful thing that I want to go away, of course, it did, it was the impetus, ooh, what a word, to behind pushing jmr to the place it was now because the virus doesn't exist jmr does not get to a million subs or even six hundred thousand um by right now still a slow climb for them but now that it happens the jmr is exploded man and marble sports if you see fubica certainly got a little dribble down from that and even some other smaller marble sports things even this podcast got a little dribble down help from the explosion of marble races um because of this whole situation so i think marvel sports in the future is going to continue to grow as long as it continues to get these breaks the problem is that you get one break like this and you know you're sponsored by last week tonight you're having the the marble the marble league and and stuff and then like you know marble league ends and you know it could disappear again and kind of could just go back to its its old stuff um you know if you look at the the stats here for JMR, they're doing pretty good. Their uh, opening ceremony for Marble League got 450,000 views, which is not bad. For a channel with 1.2 million subscribers, certainly not is what you'd expect, but uh, it's what happened. Um, and the and then Event 2, um, last uh, the half pipe, went down to 373k. And honestly, you see a pattern. You do see a pattern. I, I am seeing a pattern. 
If you go back to the 2019 Marble League, which I love the 2019 Marble League, Marble Olympics, um, you can kind of kind of see a, a, a similar trend, to be honest. You go to the opening ceremony, you're looking at 1 million views for the, the Marble League opening ceremony. Then you drop down in Event 2 to 693. Um, then the balancing for Marble, League, Marble Olympics uh, 2018 did 1.9 million views, one of their most viewed videos ever. Um, and it kind of kept up there, actually, uh, pretty well. But the problem was, as you went on in uh, the Marble League that year, it, it dropped off. It dropped off slowly. Um, it, it did stay really high. The Marble Olympics 2019 did very well. Their, one of their lowest videos was 532. But 532,000 is still half of a million, which is half of 1.9 million. And, so, and I see this trend. And if you go to the Marble League showdown, you got, you got, you, you're down back to like 158K. 203k and then scrolling back up to the current marble marble league um you're looking again at a best of 450k down to 373 and the qualifiers are 678,000 but down to 450 down to 373 and it's just for some reason for some reason the marble sports is locked in this very difficult situation where where people see it and they think it's so awesome and interesting and new that they subscribe but then like it's not retaining throughout every video all the views um, and I know a lot of channels struggle with that, but Marble Sports especially, you know, never always seem to lose over the course of the um, the the competition, which which really, in my opinion, is is terrible because it's so good and the production value. I mean, you can't get any better than JMR. So I, I really wonder what is the um, what is the difference here? And I really do think, unfortunately, but truthfully, the difference between Marble Sports and other sports like sports where you know, it's just, it's so it's so big, you know, and, and you get mil hundreds of millions of people involved. I mean, it's it it certainly is different between the two. Is the fact that in other sports, people are involved. You know, people can actually go home and play it. You know, you can watch football and then you go home and play football, right? You can you can you can try to do the skills yourself. Obviously, in marble sports, there's no there's no aspect of you doing it yourself unless you. Go edit a video together that take. By the way, making Marble Sports takes a super long time and it's really annoying to do. Um, if you go do that yourself, I guess that's the only way you can really get involved. And then you find that you don't get many views when you put out your first video. So I mean, there you go. But um, that's the problem right now. Besides, of course, throwing yourself into the pretend world, which I love doing. I love the th mellow yellow and all. I love that. I, um there's not much you can do to really relate with the sport. And that's why I think some sort of combination with human skill in Marvel sports is really where this needs to go some sometime. Maybe JMR is not the, not the channel to do that. I don't think they are. I think JMR is, um, should continue. It would be best to continue in their slow growth of continuing to gain a few hundred K every year. You know, and continue, you know, always getting about one fourth, you know, after after the excitement dies down, always getting about one fourth of their subscribers to view their videos, which is where they where they where they usually get. And but, you know, if their subscriber base grows, then that one fourth grows, too. And all of a sudden their one fourth is 50 million. You know what I'm saying? So I think that JMR has its place and I, and I, and I hope that millions of people still come and find the enjoyment. But I think that. Marble sports to the max here, you got to get people involved in this skill of it somehow. I don't know how that works. I think it could be done well. 
I think JMR could do it really well, but it's not really the channel that's going to do that. They're not going to do that. That's not their thing. That's not really what they stand for. Um, <clears throat> but whoever has a marble sports that they could produce professionally, um, produce well, I mean, so it looks good, that can somehow involve some skill from a human in the, the, the marble sports, but still kind of keep the marbles the, the main focus, you know? Some events kind of back and forth. Sometimes you have humans involved, sometimes you don't. You know, just, just so that, you know, someone feels like they can go, they can do it at home, right? And someone feels like they can, they can go with their friends who really like marbles, you know, a couple of friends, and kind of play out a whole Marble Olympics at home themselves. Because they, because some of the events involve human skill and are really easy. To, you could just make them and you could do them. You know what I'm saying? That's when it really takes off. When the humans that watch can go home or be at home because it's on YouTube and do it themselves. That's, and, and, and with other people. Like, do it easily themselves with other people. Not may have to make a super long video, <laughs> um, which is very hard to edit. So, I mean, that's really where it's going to take off. Um, I think that's why Marble, Marble Sports always has this difficulty of having um, all, these, all this, this, this initial interest in subscribers, but then, like, over time, the, the views slowly drop off, drop off, drop off. Um, <clears throat> you know? I mean, I still think that they're still doing amazing. But, like, that's, why, that's what I think the difference is. And that's why I think that... If you can somehow make a marble sport that involves human skill, then then that's that's where it really takes off to the next tier. Um, but honestly, I'm really excited about where it jumped to already. I'm hoping that it continues to jump to those 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 new heights. Um, I mean, there's nothing better. There's nothing better than an amazing um, amazing marble sports, man. It's just great. I mean, it, it it's one of my favorite things to watch on YouTube. But we'll see. <clears throat> we'll see. I don't know. That that's that's uh, those are those, that's me. That's me and my my dumb thoughts about about this. Um, maybe I'm not making any sense, but uh, um, I'm certainly glad to sit here and make no sense to you guys. Um, that's that's pretty much my uh, weekly thing that I do. It's just that sometimes Waff's here to kind of balance out the nonsense with his uh, wise wise waffy words. Um, and so forth but uh yeah we are we are about 47 minutes guys so i mean for a singular person doing a singular podcast that's pretty damn good pretty damn good so uh i might just wrap it up here what do you guys think should i wrap it up here i don't know <clears throat> certainly coughing a lot today um not like not like coughing like i'm sick but just like my throat is not feeling the best um i don't know i don't know how do i end a podcast when it's just me, how do I end a conversation with myself? Just by, I don't know. What should I do? Uh, we don't have trivia today, unfortunately, but uh, we will have that next week. Um, I'm not gonna ask myself a trivia question. <laughs> that would be kind of awkward, wouldn't it? Um, the trivia is certainly better when there's there's other people to to ask them the question and stuff. So yeah. But anyway, who do you think is going to win? Who do you think is going to do well in the final endurance? Like I said, I think uh, Mellow Yellow and Savage Beaters will make a comeback here. I think Mini Maniacs are going to fail in the final endurance. Uh, I think Momo is going to do well. Um, and I think uh, I, I think you might see some more from the Crazy Cat's Eyes and Orangers as well. And as of Glass Car, I think Nitro is still going to be strong in the next race. I think Rattlesnake certainly going to do well. Volcano, we have not seen the last of the rookie. And I would love to see Dragon's Tail and Pacifica, supposedly veteran, just Enigma racers that are just supposedly so good. 
um, make make a rear their heads here at the top as well. So we'll see what happens. Keep up in your Marvel sports, guys, so I can keep on talking to y'all and keep this whole thing growing. And we will see you next time on the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast. Oh, and as Waffle always says, what do you say? He says, uh, he says, roll on, Marvel Sports fans. <laughs> <laughs>